So now it's been a month. You're going to other people's youth groups and not your own. How does it feel <laughs> to not be in charge when you get there? It kind of makes me sad the way you said that just then. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> kind of makes me sad. Uh, you know, honestly, dude, you know, so 16 and a half years at, you know, the same church, same youth group. And, I, and of course, I love them and I miss them. Um, but it has been very, uh, it's been a lot of fun visiting other churches and seeing other youth groups and uh, experiencing what other folks are doing. It, it Honestly, it, let me a little lesson in this, Jody. It, it almost makes me think or wish I would have taken more time to do that maybe a few times a year. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like you just go visit somebody else just because it gives you a different uh, different feel, you know. But but I'll tell you this, man. One thing, The other thing that stands out, like I spoke in Ringgold, Georgia. Shout out Billy Crystal. Um, not the actor. Not the actor uh, or the comedian. Um, the Princess Bride, come on. Uh, so, right. uh, spoke at Billy Crystal's church, uh, over this last Wednesday and do teenagers, teenagers, man, it doesn't matter if they're from yeah. Ringgold, Georgia, which is, you know, a very rural Southern part of Georgia. I mean, it's very, yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah. not a place like that in California. Um, it doesn't matter I, if, if there is, I live there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, teenagers, teenagers, and, and, and even though I'm not doing it day to day in the same way. I'm focusing on leading youth ministry now and, you know, thinking about that. It, it's, it, um, my love for teenagers still, it's amazing. Like, cause I'm getting, yeah. when I get there, man, I'm not hanging out with adults. I'm hanging out with teenagers talking to them. So it's pretty awesome. So, so I have a cool. good time, man. It's good. I'm enjoying I feel it. Like, I feel like you're learning. Yeah. Learning yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And especially like right now, you know, in the midst of all this COVID stuff and, uh, in Ringgold, they're, you know, they're very much, I mean, it feels very normal you know back yeah. to normal almost in a way there's a few people wearing masks but not a lot remember it's Ringgold Georgia so um it was it's awesome to have these conversations with you know again with with teenagers because they're still they're still hungry for this stuff you know right this stuff meaning relationship with Christ and and uh somebody to pour into them and care about them and all that so it's good man it's been good yeah, it's been awesome. a lot of fun that's, that's cool that's cool well, we're excited to be back. Yeah. How you doing, man? You good? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm real good. Life, life is good. It's You're not good. good. Just a minute ago when we started this. It was a little bit of a panic, but I'm good now. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not getting out of the story. So, so a minute ago, everybody, <laughs> we, we were about to, so, so Jody's sitting there in California. I'm sitting here in Atlanta, Marietta, Georgia. And we're on our, on the, we, we use this, uh, this thing called Squadcast to record this thing. So we see each other. And Jody goes, hold on just a minute. And he goes out of the room, and all I can see is his bookshelf behind him. And then my cell phone rings. And he goes, and so I answer my saying, it's Jody. So I'm like, hello. And he's like, I just locked myself out of my office. I got to go home. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a key card, apparently, system. So you're like, I got to go home. I got to go get my wife's key. There's nobody up here. So... (laughs) Yeah. I was so, like, all right, I'll talk to you in 15 minutes. I called my dad. Yeah. So I was like, hey, dad, what's up? Because I leave so, my key yeah. card in my wallet. And I was kind of, yeah, it's, it's, and normally, if that would ever happen, there would be people here, but we're recording really early in the morning. Yeah. It's like so, 6 a.m. Like, there. Yeah. It is now. It was 5, yeah. whatever, 45 then. 
And so ain't nobody coming to work at 545 except for me. And I'm here to do this. And so I got all the way out of the office space down into our lobby, walking across and realized, oh, no, my wallet's on my desk. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, I I can't even go back and get my wallet to get to. So I had to go out, walk all the way around the church, back to my car, drive home and get it and come back. Thankfully, well, I, funny is I can still see your office, you know, and uh, <laughs> and you must have a motion sensor light because all of a sudden your lights went out. <laughs> that's it. Like, Dude, that's amazing. Well, hey, we uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This is uh, the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast, and we're all about helping folks experience longevity in youth ministry, both at your church and uh, as a career. And so Jody and I have been doing this a little while, both of us, and we love youth pastors. We love talking about youth ministry, and we have a pretty fun topic today. I mean, it's kind of a tough topic, I guess, you know, but I think it's something that's very uh, current, you know, for all of us. It's definitely a question we're all wrestling with. We'll get to that in a minute. But we have some amazing folks that help us. They're our sponsors. And we want to thank these folks for for being a part of this thing. So Yeah. uh, So we've got Aerosport. You know who's back? You know who's back, by the way? Aerosport, baby. Aerosport. I'm glad. You know, he had to take a break there for a minute, but, you know, uh, I'm so glad they're back. Yeah, we pulled. We've been we've been pulling them out because we you know we've been meeting outdoors. You want to talk oh, about could, a socially distanced game? Aerosport People are like, what are you talking about? Game. Well, just imagine this. Uh, it, it's like a frisbee meets target practice carnival, carnival cool. type, but it's very portable, very weather. It's it's very sturdy. Yeah. You just got to go check it out. It's a great youth ministry if you're looking for, and you can do it inside. By the way, do you do yeah, it inside? We, do it. we usually we did it inside before. Yeah. So we, we we would we would set ours up inside. Yeah, and um, it's great. Yeah. So Aero Sport. It's like A I R O Sport dot fun dot fun. Yeah. yeah. So if you're looking at super you know, you're, fun, man, you're just getting back in the swing of things. And uh, hey, I'll even go as far as to say I think it's pretty. It could be very uh, COVID friendly. Oh well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Totally. That's how. That's why we're playing it. Yeah. So it's like up there with like you know it's like one of those nine square type experiences. You know you got some folks playing it. You just have to check it out. Aerosport.fun. So thank yeah. those folks. Bunch of different ways to play. You They're can see all that on website. Great. We love. Hey, those uh, how old were your kids when they got their smartphone, Jody? You remember? Mm, too too young. <laughs> I think we all talked big about how long that would be, and then we all caved and did it earlier. But yeah, for uh, sure. Hey, listen, folks, if your parents are wrestling with that question and you might be wrestling with that question, and our friend Barrett Johnson uh, is awesome, and he has got a great resource uh, called Smartphones 101. And the beautiful thing about this resource is it will make you look like a rock star. Rock star. Because if if you tell your parents about this thing, uh, I mean, it would just be great. So it's a deal they work through with their kids, and it just kind of helps them understand smartphones. So this is definitely something for like fifth grade, sixth grade folks when they're first getting their phone, first grade. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but uh, good stuff, and it is smartphone. What is it? Smartphone-101. Is that right? Yep. yep. Yeah, Smartphones-101.com. That's right. And if you use Longer Haul on that one, you get 25% off too, so make sure you do that. Longer Haul. Yeah, no and doubt. then we have YM360, our friends over at YM360. We love get these guys as well, trust these guys, use their stuff all the time. And uh, 
they've got a lot of things coming up right now. They've got their Easter devotional still, and they're, they had a longer devotional, like a 46-day devotional, and it's sold out, although I think you can still sold get Sold out so quick. You know why it's sold out? Because it, it's awesome. Because it's good. That's why. It, it sells out every year. I think you can still get the downloadable PDF, even though you won't have 46 days between now and you Easter can. when you yep. get it. But they, but they also smart. have a, They did something very creative here. It's a 10-day. Different. 10-day. Different. To- different devotional. 10-day devotional. And then they're going to do a five-day. No, they're not. Up no. <laughs> So that, they also have Generate Camp that's coming up. So if you're looking at camp, I know we're deep in those conversations, what that looks like. Um, and Generate's Dude, a great, great camp. it's starting to look like camp. some of that stuff's going to happen, bro. Come yeah, on. we're moving. We're, we're, we're pretending it will. Yeah. Well, so. look, if you're, sitting, if you're listening, man, and you've been sitting back and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. I should have been planning better. Well, <laughs> Generate, you don't have to False. worry about it. They take care False. of it. False. <laughs> you should not have been planning better. You should just go to Generate. It just go generate because it's amazing. And, and, I, and listen, we say they that. Plan it all. And I took my group to generate like the first year it started. I mean, so I, I, and I was committed and went every time. So it, beautiful camp. I have no reservations recommending them. Yeah. And uh, we love those guys. They do a great yeah, job. You can jump Roger. on the Facebook too. Roger Davis is on our Facebook. If you ever have a question about uh, the Super Secret Podcast, Grump, 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 Podcast. Grump, Grump. But Roger's on there, so you could always, Roger Davis, man, just jump on there and say, Roger Davis, I have a question. And they told me you would answer it on here. And he'll look you up. Yeah. So, there you so go. go to YM360, awesome. check out everything, buy one of all of it. And uh, you can save 20% by using, diff- now this is a new promo code for the last few times. So it's the, it's longer yes. haul for, the number four, you. Longer haul for you, that'll save you Correct. 20% off of That's most it. things. We're pretty sure it won't save you money on camp, but I still think no, you should try not. it. But you should still right. try it. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I have a question totally for you, Jody. As we jump yeah. into this lesson today, I have a question for you. I have an answer. So, Does so it involves you know, me I'm, locking I'm, myself I'm out, out of my office because I'm not. I'm, answering I'm out there, you know, visiting churches right now, and uh, you're in California, and I'm not making a California joke here. I'm being legit. Right. Yeah, you yeah. guys are definitely kind of slow. You're gonna you're gonna be behind most folks in terms of getting started back, right? But you you now are starting to put. I've been you know we've been chatting. I know you're starting to put into place regathering plans and getting things back to go going again, right? Mm-hmm. So and you've you've started to try to do a few things. Jody, have you wrestled with this question yet? What if they don't come back? Well, yeah. Well, and here's what what's crazy about this question. I don't. I mean, we're talking about what if they don't come back? But the reality is, I think that's a that's a that's a situation you might find yourself in even not in COVID. What if they don't come at all, right? Or what if they stop coming? But I think in terms of now, oh, my gosh, yeah. Well, we're seeing – so we started regathering indoors on, on a few places, on, on our a couple of our campuses, and adults and students. I mean, people are coming back, but, but like way less than what we had before, right? Way less. It's a, it's a slow drip. So Jody and I were talking and we thought, uh, man, it would be great to, we think this is a question that a lot of folks are probably wrestling with or fearful of for a bunch of different reasons. I think youth pastors, I mean, whenever your report card is based on how many kids you have, and even if you're not in a place that big time counts like that, still, most of us have that moment of, uh, of, of temptation to feel like, Man, you know, people coming that that means I'm doing a good job or whatever. So, we thought it might be be uh, helpful to talk through some, I guess, some thoughts related 
to this question. What if they don't come back? Yeah. And, and cause I think we're all wrestling with that. I know as I'm hanging out with youth pastors, you know, all over Georgia, I think they're all feeling that. I think pastors stop it. Good goodness. Yeah. They're hardcore. We're on, we're on a podcast here, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're definitely, yeah, I mean, seriously, bro. I mean, pastors, you think we're worried. Oh my gosh. But, uh, so what if they, well, so here, Jody, we, you and I both are coming to this thing with some, some thoughts on this thing. Here's the first thing that I wrote down. I'd be curious what you think about it because it's yeah. a little bit, uh, I mean, it's a little, little harsh, little, little, little bold here, but, uh, from you, I uh, know, no, no. Uh, no, here it is. Uh, wake up and realize that they just might not come back yeah. and, pre- and prepare yourself emotionally and spiritually for how that will affect you. Let me say it again. Wake up and realize that they just might not come back and prepare yourself emotionally and spiritually for how that will affect you. You agree with that? Yeah. yeah. No, I think so. Um, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a conversation that I have been trying to prepare our team for, for a, a few months now. Um, and, and now it's, you know, as you're starting to reopen, it's, it's, it's a reality of, and you know, and I think, what makes that even more difficult? Like it's one thing. Uh, I don't know how to say this, so it doesn't sound like I'm. I'll just say it. I trust that listeners have listened long enough to understand our heart in this. Like, it's one thing for people to just leave to lose students because they've just left, and they've just stopped going to church, right? Yeah. But depending on where you are, and how, with this whole COVID thing and reopening, like. A lot of your people and students and families have left to go to another church in this season because they didn't necessarily like the way that you were handling things on either side of it. <laughs> Whether you were like running to reopen, masks or no masks, like one thing that we have found is that no matter what decision you make, you're going to really, you know, just hmm. aggravate people, right? I mean, you're really yeah. going to tick people off. Yeah. And so I think. That's hard when you when it when you know they they didn't just leave. I mean, it should break our heart that they leave, and it does. But when you know they left and went to the church across town because they liked the way they were approaching reopening better, it wasn't like you know a deep theological thing or a. And so you have to really be able to recognize big church there and bless that and trust that God's going to use it to a degree. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think there's definitely going to be some folks that in the midst of all this, they've made a decision to go somewhere else. So we're going to have to deal with that emotionally, you know, and how that affects us and affects our confidence. But I think the other part of that, but the other part is real as well. I mean, there will be a significant number of folks who realize that they just really dig having Sunday mornings off. Or Saturday yep. nights off, or, or Wednesday nights off, or whatever. Well, and you've got a lot of churches who have doubled down, and rightly so, in this season with online. Yeah, you know their online stuff has gotten better. Yeah, and so you know, one thing I had, yeah, go that's ahead. an interesting. Sorry. That's just, I mean, and not, I don't think it should be. Like, I'm not yeah. against that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I just think it'll be interesting as families and parents have, like you're saying, they've established new rhythms for their family. What does that look like as, as people reengage and? and come back or don't, it'll be fascinating yeah, to see. Yeah. Well, and also Jody, you and I could have easily recorded a podcast a year and a half ago on the topic of 
competing with extracurricular activities, sports, plays, this, that, and the other. Don't forget what that was like before, yeah. whenever we were normal right. and how often we lost students. They couldn't come to camp because of band camp or you know, football camp or baseball, whatever. Or we lost kids on Wednesday nights. We lost kids on Sunday mornings, even for travel ball. Uh, you know, all that has been pushed, you know, been kind of placed on hold. So at the same time, we're all going to be trying to re-engage and figure out new rhythms. Guess who else will be trying to figure out? Yeah. All yeah, that's of that good. other stuff. Yeah. So it's it's something we're going to have to prepare for. So I think we just have to wake up. If you're sitting back just kind of, you know, thinking, oh, yeah, you know what? I mean, I think you're going to have to prepare yourself for the possibility that, uh, and sure, I mean, I'm sure there's some folks on here that this is not, it's not the same. You know, their, their, their experience is something different. But I think most of us are going to lose some folks. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. What you got written down? Okay. Uh, my first one uh, is, it, it, well, it follows actually quite, kind of nicely. It, it's um, recognize the opportunity ahead. Come on. He, he, here's what I mean by that is. That's my second one too, but it's kind of different. But yeah, go ahead. That's awesome. Is that, and, and here's the conversation. That, all the time. Here's the conversation that we've been having here, right? Like, yes, we have heard from families, students who have left, become, you know, frustrated in this season. They've chosen to go somewhere else or they've, whatever. But, uh, and I don't know what it's like everywhere, okay? But what we've seen in our area is that for, for whatever reason, a lot of people have moved during this season. Like, we've had a lot of people. Like, you, you can't buy a house here right now. I mean, they, they are gone before the sign hits the ground, right? And so what that means is there's a lot of new people who have moved into the community in the last 11, 12, well, almost a year now, right? Who have been isolated for the most part for the year, probably are lacking community, have no connection yet to a local church. And that presents an incredible opportunity for us to, to, to re to re-engage our community and to go and reach new families and new students, which honestly, we probably didn't focus on enough before this. Okay, so here's how I wrote that. that we're, my second point was basically the same. I wrote it this way. I said, number two for me was, it's time to go to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. you may have to think again like you're in your first two years of taking on a new youth ministry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're like, rebuilding. You're going to have this to go back. Rebuilding. Like, what do, you, what do you do when you take on a new youth ministry? Will you zero in on relationships, which is what you're talking about. You zero yeah. in on relationships. You build you follow up, you do outreach, you do all of those things. It's time to go to work because a year of uncertainty and canceling and uh, not meeting and not a regular schedule, any rhythm, any momentum, all of that stuff is just gone, right? And like mm -hmm. you're saying, and on top of that, all these new folks that are moving in, you know, there's so much change that's taking place. You can't count on the fact that people, that some people haven't moved away. And then you also have to recognize that COVID has created an openness to some. Yeah. To, you know, yeah. To, to be a part of this thing. It's time to go to work. Like, well, I, mean, I, I, I mean, you've got, you've got to, you can't just sit back and think, okay, we're back. Come on, everybody. It's good. Yeah. You've got to do more. You agree? I do. And I think the other thing that we've seen is, 
uh, our schools and others in a community like that are much more willing after a year of COVID trying to do distance learning to allow us to come alongside and partner. They're much more open to that conversation now as a community um, than, than, and they were, you know, we had a good relationship with our school systems before, but it's even better now, you know, and I, I, and, and I think, I think that's just another advantage to your point. Like we, it's time to get after it. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Big time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I stole yours, but you can still go again. Do I? Yeah, well, I, did, I just did kind of my second one. You want to do your? Okay, your, I'll do another. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah do so this yeah, is kind ahead. of a follow up to that. All right. Uh, don't miss who's in the room. There we go. Okay, come on. So, so I think we have a tendency. Are you still, you're saying I shouldn't stand up in front of the room and say, "Where's everybody at?" Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Why did anybody come to church tonight? Why ain't nobody here? How come you guys didn't bring your friends? Yeah. <laughs> that you want to bring your friends Listen, to that, Jesus? Folks, if you're listening and you never heard anybody say that before, that is a crucial mistake. You should never stand up and say. How many times have you said it? Me? Uh, well, yeah. my first first few years. I, I <laughs> Every week, right? The first two yeah, years. Yeah, like, where's everybody at? Uh, but, but once somebody pointed it out to me, I went, oh, man, oh, when you say that, you really, oh, yeah, I shouldn't say you're, not, you're not acknowledging the folks in the room, and it's almost like. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Well, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. No, I was going right. to say, yeah, be careful. We have a tendency to to notice all the empty seats and not the ones that are actually full of people. So good. And the only way, in reality, the healthy way to reach the empty seats is through the full ones. And, and so you've got to pour into those students that you have in front of you that are showing up. And if it's two, it's two. If it's 10, it's 10. If it's 50, it's 50. Like whatever your context is, because you know, those, those kids are there, man, and they need you and they need you now more than ever. And if you're finding yourself so distracted and discouraged by all of the students and families who aren't there, man, you are sabotaging the investment that you can make in the kids that are there and the families that are there. Um, and, and I think that's crucial and that's, listen, I'll say it, that's beyond COVID. Like that is a struggle youth pastors have beyond COVID, but you're going to see it and feel it now more than ever. But you've got to continue to pour in and be faithful to the ones that show up. Totally. You know what just just crossed my mind when you said that, Jody, too, was there's probably going to be an opportunity there for you to see some kids that in the past you've just not really noticed as much. Who have been there all along. Who have been there all along. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you walk in the room and you've only got so much relational capital within you, or capacity, I meant to say. Uh, you only have so much relationship ca- capacity. So you walk in the room, and the fun, outgoing, aggressive, walk up and talk to you part, like it, you, you end up, that monopolizes all your time. So the more introverted kid that's off to the side doesn't necessarily get your attention. So with things kind of cleared up a little bit, you may have an opportunity to see some of those kids, yeah, which would be that's awesome. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah that's really yeah, that's good. Right. I like it. 
Uh, so my plays off of yours. I love how often when we put these lists together, we really don't talk about these beforehand. No. That's part of our In, podcast on commitment. We we come we come to this thing with, you know, with our lists. Um, so my third thing that I wrote down, I've got four by the way. How many you got? Four. I have four. We didn't even talk about that. Okay. We're all, yeah. Uh, I wanted so my five, thing but is, I couldn't come up with a good fifth one. So okay. Yeah. Uh, my third thing is this: uh, be pastoral, not defensive. Be pastoral, mm. not defensive. Here's what I mean: a lot of people have been hurting. Um, we need to be careful about making. It's a little bit tied to what you're talking about there about not, you know, recognizing the folks in the room. But we need to be careful, though, in public, in certain circles, on Facebook, about making comments about how people just aren't coming back. Yeah. I wish I could. I wish pastors were listening to this because I'm hearing a lot of pastors do this. I'm hearing a lot of pastors talk about, you know, the doors open back up. You need to come back. You know, you know, you know, kind of thing, whatever. Right. So. I think this is an opportunity to be to be more pastoral. And I'm not talking about the people in the room right now, though. I'm talking about the folks that you know probably could be there, but for whatever reason, they have not. It's not an opportunity to be, it's not a moment where you need to be defensive, but rather it's a moment where you need to be pastoral and shepherd those folks. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the idea that you don't want to make them feel guilty for not being there, but somehow you, you, you want to be able to communicate, Hey, we do see you and know that you're not here and we love you. And if there's anything we need to come alongside you and help with, like we, we, we'd be there. Cause look, there's no telling in the last year. Well, Jody, you, we've all got stories from the last year that were related to COVID. Yep. Everybody's got that. We don't know who's lost parents, who's lost grandparents, who's lost loved ones. Who's you don't know when you're looking at your kids like like that kid that hasn't come back yet. You don't maybe dad's lost a job, mom's lost a job in the midst of COVID. Um, maybe they're still maybe they're still living under fear. I mean, there's so many layers to this thing. That's a moment where we need to not be defensive, but rather we need to shift into pastoral mode. Yeah. And shepherding mode, because I think it's what Jesus would do, right? I'm not trying to Jesus Jesus, yeah. but I mean honestly, I mean Jesus is the shepherd. He's the leave the ninety nine go, you know, after to go get the one kind of kind of thing in there. So uh, that was um, that was huge, you know, in my mind. Yeah, no, no, that's good. So I have uh, my next one is is be consistent. Come on, um, and. Again, I think I, this goes beyond the COVID conversation, but, and we've talked about this even throughout, like, I don't remember if we're talking about it on the podcast or not, but, you know, initially everything was Zoom and everybody hated Zoom and Zoom, we all know that Zoom small groups aren't necessarily the best, but, you know, what we found is consistency wins out. Like if you're intentional and consistent and you keep showing up, generally that you gain a little momentum down, down, down the line. But I think don't give up just because no one's coming, right? Continue to show up. Now, that means you, you do have to think, like, maybe what you're doing isn't working. But for the most part, I think we give up too soon. And, and we're not consistent enough to allow people to catch up. We, 
we've we're, we've pivoted. That's the word, right? In these yeah. unprecedented times, so yeah. many times, yeah. That you know, we've I joke around here like, man, we're a great youth group if you can find us. Like we've changed times, we've changed locations, we've changed because we've had to. Yeah. Um, and I just think sometimes, and we I've told this story before. This is before COVID. This was, uh, you know, when Sarah and I were first married, we stepped into a church. We were their first youth pastor. And um, so we started our Wednesday night student thing. How many, how many did you have the first night there, Jody? I had zero. Big time youth pastor, podcaster guy. How many, for, how many did you have? For three <laughs> months, man. And if she was here, she'd say it. Three months. We'd show up on a Wednesday night and no one came. The only people who ever came were visitors, which is as awkward as it sounds. Uh, but, man, eight years later, we had 45, 50 kids coming. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we had three. <laughs> and those visitors, here's the crazy part. Some of those families who visited in those early years when it was just them, they didn't stay yeah. in that season, yeah. but yeah. they did come back. Totally. And they, they became yeah like really, really involved in our ministry and huge, huge. They were on our parent leadership team. They were serving, the parents were serving with us. So I think just be consistent. And that's really hard when you're discouraged and you're looking at an empty room. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I think, but I think, I think what so I like important. about what you're saying there with that be consistent also is you might would be uh, tempted to whenever, you know, so let's say you're in a big youth group and you got 100 kids coming and now you only have 50. Or let's say you had 40 and now you only have 20. Well, regardless, I think emotionally that's going to hit all of us the same way, right? And I think there might be a temptation in the midst of that to kind of, um, what's the word? Like, not bring bring our A game. Like, sure. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, gonna yeah, you get lazy. Only, You're just going to come there's in. Only half, gonna... There's only half the kids come in. I'm not going to put as much as I would put. That's into good. this game. No, that's I'm not going to put yeah. as much into this lesson or this series or promote this thing as my, why am I, why am I going to push camp as hard as I've pushed camp in the past? Because I know I'm only going to get half. Mm. Um, but being consistent is huge, man. Yeah. By the way, yeah, this is a side a note, point. but, uh, talking about camp, I just saw there was a, a national survey done on camping from camp. Yeah. Like I, there was a whole bunch of camps that, across the country that got into it. And uh, those those survey results said that ninety percent of parents were willing and ready to send their kids to camp. Well, yeah, I bet, yeah, yeah, but that's surprising to me because I was really surprised with all really? the questions. You're surprised about, that ninety percent is you know not now that are like saying yes is a lot because that's not what we're seeing return to our churches. Because I yeah because I think if you had asked me before how many parents are willing to send their camp, I probably would have guessed maybe sixty. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, interesting. Um, I think uh, this is a, this is a bonus because I already said all my four. Um, I, I, and I, I would have I would have started here, but I think people would have stopped listening. Um, but I think you just have to be really prayerful as well. Yeah, and uh, that yeah, that should totally, be common man. sense, but but it's not often where we start, and and I think we should start there. And like I said, yeah, big time. And, and everybody's situation is different, obviously. But for those three months that no kids were coming. Yeah, we we just I remember, man. We prayed for the kids who would, um, well, and that's part of that being pastoral too. If you've got that kid that's not coming, and you know they're not coming, and there might be a need there, not just putting all your own personal work into that, but actually praying. Like, imagine having a prayer list of folks that you think really could be there, but for whatever reason have not come back. If you're praying for them daily, I mean, that'd be that'd be amazing. Yeah, 
I just think we don't do that enough. And, you know, we'll do all the practical things. We'll spread the chairs out so the room still looks full. We'll, yeah, totally. you know, <laughs> I mean, which you should, but. Yeah, yeah, man, it's good. Um, well, I think this is my last one. You don't, so you, you that was your last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this would be kind of a wrap up here. Um, I just, I, I just wrote down, take advantage of the opportunity. Take advantage of the opportunity because COVID really is pre- uh, presenting uh, to all of us an opportunity to make changes, to do Gonna new things. Make a change. Make a change. All once in uh, So, yeah, I mean, just take advantage of this. Plan like you've never planned. Dream like you've never dreamed. And uh, get creative like you've never gotten creative put together a team you know people that can help you with that and just take advantage of this um and Mm, that's good because you know what i'm thinking too and what we're seeing is it's not just students that aren't coming back it's volunteers oh sure like we've we've lost a lot of volunteers over this season and for for different reasons some have moved some have you know some just aren't comfortable coming Dude, back. A still. lot of them, though, are just not coming back because they realize that sitting at home watching church is a lot easier for them. I mean, that, that's just the case. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just it, you for know? sure. Um, and so, uh, but if you can. But see that as an opportunity and a challenge and go go find more. Yeah. Go recruit yeah, it's, it's all about your, yeah, it's all about, it's, well, it goes all the way back to wake up and realize, that, you know, that it might happen, that they might not come back. But then also, like I said earlier, man, it's just time to go to work. And this is an opportunity to, and look, I'm going to tell you right now, man, like, okay, so I was thinking about my, I'm not trying to do a book plug here, but I was thinking about my book the other day. Consider, Consider this, this by Chris Trent. By Chris Trent. Which uh, you should buy. Experiencing, you know, youth ministry, you know, longevity type book. It's all about youth pastor longevity stuff. You can get it YM360. Um, and save 20%. But I was thinking like, because we're probably getting close to maybe doing a rebrand of it, you know. <laughs> And one of the things that I thought about was I, I need to add a chapter just on how the uh, whole COVID thing has impacted youth ministry. And here's what I'm leading to when I say that. I think youth pastors are going to be better, more skilled, more creative as a result of all of this. So I want to encourage everybody listening, uh, hang in there and know that this is, this, I, I really, I truly believe this is an iron sharpens iron kind of moment. This is a growth moment for all of us, and God will be glorified in the end. Yeah. But we just have to stay focused on this thing. You know, we have to dig in. We have to well, do the work and not be negative, but be pastoral, you know, and all those things. And I know you enough to know your heart in this, and so I, just, I tell me if I'm speaking, if this isn't necessarily even what you would think, but... When you say creative, you don't mean you have to go spend a bunch of new money and do something really crazy and you need to look like, you know, the bigger church or you need to, you know, go buy a bunch of stage lights. Like you're not, I mean, you just mean. I mean, more pizza, more LED, more games, more messy games, more (laughs) gift cards. Is that what you mean? I'm sorry. I mean, those things work. Hashtag sarcasm. Uh, yeah, Just new so, ways, right? No, I mean that you're you're sitting back and going, okay, maybe I just need to open up my youth ministry bag of tricks and 
throw a lot of these things out and potentially try to come up with some new ideas because yeah. there's got to be a new way to do things, you know? And, uh, you know, where I served, it feels weird to say this now, but, you know, where I just left that last, you know, year for us, we had, we had stumbled onto some really new, fresh things that we probably would not, you know, have done before. So, um, so yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I, I just set back and what could we do now that we've never done before? Yeah, that's good. What, what would kids enjoy? You know, one of the things we were doing at Johnson Ferry there while I was there was, um, you know, our high school pastor, Brian, had stumbled across the site. Brian and Alec, our associate, created this coffee shop vibe feeling thing. It doesn't sound like rocket science, but we had never done it. We would always done a classic Wednesday night game, you know, or Wednesday night service. Do a game, do some music, preach, you know, kind of thing. And then because kids were just dying to get back together, the coffee shop thing just took off, man. And it was, it's mm. been huge. So, uh, so yeah, man. So yeah. Well, Hey folks, listen, we love y'all and we love, and I say that like, I mean that because, you know, Jody yeah. and I, we're not asking for sympathy here, but we have to always wrestle to get, figure out when we can do these things. And, but we do them, we do this because we love it. We don't make money off of it. We, we do this because we love y'all and hang in there, folks. Keep, keep, Keep striving, man. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we all are called to point teenagers to Jesus. Yeah. My life was changed because of that. Jody's life has been changed. And we believe that, that that's what this is about. So hang in there, folks. And uh, we're, we're on the longer haul. You know, Jody and I often, I think most of the time, we will respond to questions that are put on the podcast page, at least one of us. And then other folks yeah. are really doing great. And, I, and what I love about our podcast group also, Jody, is it's at least so far, we've been able to protect it from being very dramatic. Yeah. It's pretty, we're all pretty like-minded. Very there's, encouraging. A, there's a place for being in a group that's not like-minded. I get it. But for the most part, we're all kind of headed in the same direction and it's making for some, making for some, well, here, it, when you ask a question, you get an answer for your question. You not you don't get told why your question's bad. Yeah, that's yeah. what you mean by yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to help everybody. Yeah. Super encouraging. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. We would love for you to join that and jump in. And there. honestly, yep. you know, if this podcast has at all been helpful for you at any point, um, it it you would really mean a lot to us if you would just take the time to go visit our sponsors and and because they support the channel as well and and we believe in them or they wouldn't we wouldn't allow them to. To sponsor yeah, that would us, help so. us a ton, man. Even if you just, even if you weren't going to buy something like, it, just jotted them, them an email and said, "Hey, we just want to let you know, thank you," because yeah, that'd be huge. So, well, uh, sponsors, yeah. YM three sixty. Yep, great Easter Devo there. We talked about them at the beginning, and camp, uh, and camp. Barrett Johnson smartphones with an S dash one hundred one dot com, and uh, the arrows arrow sport uh, outdoor indoor game. It's awesome. Aerosport.fun. It should so be aerosport.superfun well. is what it should be. It is. It is super fun. I agree with you. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. All right, Joey, I'll catch you on the next one, bro. Cool. Enjoy you California. Guys. Yeah, buddy.